Okay, Instagram. I have here Steven, Stay ready, Steven. and Shark. Uh, so Facebook, Facebook camera. Say hi to yourselves. Instagram camera. This is going to be our interactive questions camera. Um, so guys, this is the first episode of Boxing Talk. Back after a summer break. Um, so these are my guests today, Stephen and Shark. How's it going, guys? So I'll let them guys introduce themselves. So guys, you can mix it up between this camera and this camera. Alright. Uh, what's up, guys? Stephen, known as Stay Ready Stephen as well here. Um, <laughs> what's up, guys? I'm Shark. My real name is Bogdan Gribinuk, but I go by Shark. <laughs> Don't call him Bogdan. Bogdan. He does not like it. Don't call him uh, fish, goldfish, <laughs> piranha. Um, so it's actually the guy's one year anniversary, like in a couple of weeks. So I thought it'd be cool to get them in, check in with them, and let them tell you a little bit about their story as well. So, Stephen, where'd yeah. you get the jacket? Everybody's been asking about, about the gold jacket. <laughs> I, I can't give you guys my top secrets, but I'll give you guys this one. It's uh, Urban Outfitters, guys. Urban Outfitters, and it was on clearance as well too, so I had to pick it up. Damn. You should sell it as your official Stephen B and B merch. Stay ready merch. <laughs> Stay ready merch. I like that. It's, I like coming, that. it's coming soon. Shark, what about you? What's your story? What is my story about my gray box and burn t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. Tank top. Uh, what do you mean about what do you what do you mean the story like? Um. So, quick background. How you ended up in LA and in Boxenburn and then a year later? Long story short is that I was born and raised in Ukraine. I was a uh, competitive swimmer since I was seven years old. Long story short, swimming got me to the United States because I got a scholarship in college, a full ride. I went to Westchester University right outside Philly. Uh, I graduated there in 2016 and last summer I moved to LA and uh, I decided to pursue a career in the uh, fitness industry. So that's why I'm here. Nice. And you lucky members have a street now. So um, a topic a couple of people kind of mentioned to me was um, now that the mornings are getting darker, uh, you know, summer is almost over, even though it's California, you know, go to your town or my town, maybe even your town, yeah. you'll know what winter is then. Um, how do you stay motivated? Like so, all year long from the new year, where you, we've got you know new year, new me. Right. Then it's coming into summer, so we're like yeah, let's get like beach ready. Right. Now that the mornings are darker and summer is over, how do you change your motivation angle? Like, how do you find a new way to get motivated? Well, I kind of, I kind of, you know, try to tell people that I come in contact with, even my clients. I'm like, you know, everybody thinks of like summer ready, and they think they can get summer ready in like two weeks. You know, they always come to you like, hey, I need to lose like 40 pounds in two weeks. Yeah. And um, so the way I kind of try to stay motivated, motivated people is let them know like, the winter is kind of where you build that. You know, you you build that in the winter time, and yeah. then in the summer that's when you get to show it off. You know, you can't show just, it off and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just show up and be like, hey, I want to lose. You know, and be ripped in three weeks. And I'm like. The winter time is when you should really be, you know, focused and motivated. And then when the summer comes, that's when you get to show it off and kind of, you know, go out to your, you know, drinking or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, but so with the winter time, is how I stay motivated. Is like, you know, I kind of, I switch it around. I'm like, I'm gonna get ready in the winter, and then I'll show off in the summer as opposed yeah, to the yeah. other way around. You know? That's the mentality that I use. Think like if you're an athlete and you've got a fight, don't show up to the gym three weeks before. Like, it's. It's gonna take two to three months to really do some good damage. Yeah. Um, so you've gotta address it the same. What about you, Shark? 
for me, I I don't really rely on motivation. Yeah. For me, it's discipline. You know, you, there's got to be discipline. It, for me, staying, being in shape, working out is just important as brushing my teeth in the morning. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a I'm part of my. Your hair. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's just a part of my routine. I can't imagine my life without it. It's just important. I believe in taking care of myself. Yeah. And you know, training, uh, whether it's boxing or strength or any type of training uh, that you prefer, I think it's just gotta be something that you can't imagine your life without. It's yeah, very yeah. very important. So I don't really rely on motivation. It's just part of my routine. Part of my routine discipline more than motivation. That's true. I actually, I said something like that before. It's like, motivation is like just understanding the discipline. Like, let's say, we're, we're all adults, right? If you have too much like trash in your house, you got to take it out. I'm not motivated to take this trash out. I know it has to be done. So it's discipline rather than, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. That's, I want right. To. Yeah. That's right. And to kind of piggyback off Sharks, you know, point as well too, you know, when somebody, you know, comes to me and they're like, you know, I'm motivated to get in shape, you know, I kind of look at them and I'm like, motivation doesn't last long. Motivation will last a week or two yes. and then you're just like, yeah, you know, I'm done with yeah. this. So I'm like, if you're motivated, you should be motivated to get through like a workout you don't feel like doing. That's, that's your motivation. But like yeah. you said, if you're not disciplined and de determined to get somewhere, motivation is going to last one or two weeks and then you're just going to fall right back off the bus, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. 100%. So, guys, throw any questions at us if you want. There's a couple. I'll get to them in a little bit. Loads of thumbs up for uh, Steven's jacket already. Um, so a question we had was, as a trainer, how do you stay motivated to come in and give your best? So let's say, you know, this is we do this year round. It's physical. There'll be days where we're under the weather as well. Um, so how do we show up and bring our best? How do you keep that? Like, you know, I've never seen a class where you're not 100%. Yeah. Um... You know? So the way I approach it is simple. To be your best, I try to be the best man I can be. And to be your best, you've got to give it your best, no matter what you do. Whether it's fitness industry or any other industry, if I was doing, if I was cleaning floors, I would also give it my best, you know what I mean? So why give, like today you posted on your story, it's not 70% diet and 30% workout. Right. It's gotta be 100% everything you do. To, if you truly wanna be your best, if you wanna be in your best shape, if you wanna make be successful boxing or fitness trainer or whoever you are, whatever business you do, yeah. you gotta give it your best. So that's that's how I think it should be. For I any. think me and you are very similar how our mindset is. Um, as well, like, yeah, if you're gonna do something, do it right. Yeah. You don't want to take easy. Route now, out. don't get me wrong. There's obviously days yeah, where you don't harder. feel your hundred percent, and it's harder. Yeah. But on those days, you just gotta give it your best that day. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. If you're tired, you know, push through it. Have some Celsius or whatever. <laughs> have a grab a cup of coffee. Or yeah, yeah. Push through it. There's got. There's always gotta be tough days where you have to push through. Yeah. But. At the end of the day, as long as you care about your work, yeah. you just gotta give it your best, and that's it. I think the fact that you know we're never a single class trainer, uh, like most gyms. So if I'm feeling off and I'm in class with Stephen, he shows up, he's feeling great, and then I'll, I'll feed off that energy, and right. I'll like all of a sudden it's, it's a team effort. And the days you don't feel as great, you can rely on your team to kind of pull it through a little bit more. Yeah. Like, 
and that's why you know like like the whole especially at Boxmore, the whole team atmosphere you know is really yeah, yeah. makes the gym like i love working with you know, both of you guys because like you guys say you know sundays you kind of come in you have a long day a couple training sessions and you're like you know not feeling it yeah. you see shark fired up you see you know you're jumping around and you're like oh okay you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. part of a team so it's time to go you know definitely. so it's, it's definitely gives you that extra energy absolutely so a question we had was um when did you first realize you wanted to pursue a career as a trainer for me, um, I always kind of grew up working out. I was actually a basketball player growing up, and uh, my big goal was I just wanted to dunk a basketball. So I, just, <laughs> I would run stairs at night. I would do, you know, my squats, my deadlifts and stuff. And then yeah. people would come to me and ask me, like, you know, like about workout tips and stuff. And I was just kind of like, I never thought about, you know, pursuing a career in training. Um, and then, you know, I just, it just kind of never stopped. You know, I just, I just wanted to get better at basketball. So I was doing drills and then, I would look online like what's a better drill so I just kind of kept pursuing that yeah. and then you know a couple of you know, years down the road I was just kind of like hey you know I kind of put all this you know information that I've accumulated over the years to use um, started working with a couple people and then you know now I just love it I just you know I can't stop it's, it's like where about. that quote like find the find something you love yeah. and make it your job so right. you do the, all of that out of fun like I want to get better for me I want to I want to learn this right you're like hey I can actually make money here too. Great, but yeah. What about you, Shark? So for me, it's similar to what Steven said. Uh, it's just something that I love doing. I would do this anyways. Yeah. But if I, now that I have a chance to make a living off of it, I'd be stupid not to take this opportunity, <laughs> you know? Right. So, yeah, I could go really deep into it. I mean, obviously, I was an athlete my whole life. And then um, boxing was always my favorite sport, so that's how I got into boxing. While I was a competitive swimmer in college, every off season I would box at, on a day-to-day basis, and I would do strength training every other day, and I would swim, you know, once to two times per week, and every off season, which is five months long, so seven months we compete and we in yeah. season five months I would just swim once twice a week and I would do boxing and strength training and every year from my freshman through senior year there was not one year when I didn't improve my results every yeah, year yeah. I got faster and you know that's just the way it is I, I love you know fitness healthy lifestyle being you know just uh, for me it's just taking care of yourself you know yeah. well your own well-being well-being and yeah. and if I can I know how good this makes me feel and if I can make other people feel yeah. like that feel better feel more confident feel happier healthier stronger then you know this yeah. is amazing definitely like I think we take for granted sometimes the knowledge we have through experience or you know from studies we've done but if you can make someone's life better Kevin Watson in the house Kevin Watson say some words well Kevin Interrupting us. Even Kevin, what are you doing? <laughs> Kevin knows. Kevin hashtag Kevin knows. This is the new B&B. Stay ready, guys. Yeah, this is the B&B, new B&B gear. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a thumbs up if you would buy that. Thumbs up. With the B&B Stay Ready logo on it. Boxing burn right on the top right here. Um, yeah, but I think we take for granted what we know. And you people out there struggling, eating the wrong things, thinking it's healthy, or training the wrong way, thinking it's proactive for them and we know how to do that so you get to help someone and you get to put food on the table at the same time. Right, same time. We did have uh, a few questions uh, sports specific so I think Stephen and Shark both good guys for this sort of question. 
And how do you work? Uh, best workout for power. For me, uh, if you think about what power is, it's uh, force times velocity. Um, so I think you know, in America, we're kind of infatuated with like, you know, bigger and heavier is better. But if you're looking to improve power, it's also you can't you know just disregard that velocity aspect to it. Um, so for me, with my power athletes, um, I you know kind of put them through a cycle. But at the end of the cycle, for the max power, I go for my plyometrics. You know, um, you just that rapid acceleration uh, off the ground and stuff. That's really gonna you know improve your rate of force development. Yeah. Um, so for power, I always go to plyometrics. You know, things of that nature. What about you, Shark? I like plyometrics as well, but I like medicine balls for for power. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great tool, especially for boxing. Make it box specific. There's a lot of drills you can do uh, with medicine balls uh, to improve the power of your, but you know, because okay, it's shoulders. a lot of rotation, yeah, more yeah. shoulders to hips. Um, so, yeah, I really love medicine balls for power training. Nice. So, whoever asked that power question, and um, definitely I agree with Steve and Shark on that. Don't, like you said, you want to train the, the, the speed concept of right. it, and um, those power. Med ball throws are, I really noticed my own power with those, so definitely get on those. And then another question, oh, Shark's dogs have joined the conversation. Those are some trained dogs. <laughs> uh, they must have thumbs somewhere. Um, best drills for footwork, and if you have an example, you can give. Um, I'll let you guys think for a second. Me, personally, I like ladder drills. Um, you know, with footwork as well, it's like repetition is, is the best way. Just get used to being on your feet, get comfortable on your feet. Just start um, basic, like two in, two out, two in, two out. Get used to moving on your feet and keeping control of your body. Don't move faster than you can keep control of. And for me, repetition, the more I'm in the ring all day, the better my feet feel. So don't skip the footwork and just go straight to the heavy bag. Just move around with no hands, and that for me is my favorite. Yeah, you know, I'm with you. You know, like you're saying, repetition. Um, you know, obviously the ladder drills and stuff, in and outs and stuff. Just moving in the ring, too. You know, yeah, go yeah. in there, just move around. You know, in the ring. Um, but for me, footwork, you have to look at what's weak. So, um, with all my athletes, you know, I kind of really focus on the feet, the strength of the feet, the strength of the ankle. You can improve that strength first. You can then convert that into your footwork patterns. You know, become a little more explosive in and out or lateral side to side. So, um, before I go to any drills, I really like to strengthen the foot and the ankle complex, and then we'll kind of you know progress into our uh, our footwork drills. Nice. About you, Shark. For me, uh, what you guys said, ladders are obviously great. Uh, the most important uh, tool for, for me for boxing specific uh, specific footwork was shadow boxing by far. Yeah. Shadow yeah. boxing was by far the biggest tool that helped me improve my footwork. Uh, if if you you know there's a, there's different footwork. If you're a tennis player, your footwork is going to be different than a, than a boxer's footwork. Um, so you 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 gotta think first what you try what kind of footwork you're trying to improve if it's boxing footwork then uh, I want to say shadow boxing is my favorite tool obviously there's a lot of drills a lot uh, on, on the ladder that you can do uh, that will be beneficial um, but um, I like it to make it very specific to, to, to boxing and, and so shadow boxing is huge huge so we actually had a couple of people with this with a similar question 
um, about their knees. Uh, one of them was, uh, let me check real quick, you guys, uh, okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> what kind of lower body workout can I do if I have a previous knee injury that limits my range of motion? You kind of have to look at, you know, like what, what you've been doing, you know, that's causing the injury. Um, and it's, sometimes it's always not the knee, you know, people always think of like, oh, my knee hurts, but it could be something at the hip or something like, oh, that's causing the knee problem in the first place. Um, but if you do think it's your knee and you do get your MRI and they say that it is the knee, um, if you want to put strength in the knee without so much movement in it, um, I like isometrics for that. So, you know, you, yeah, you would just yeah. do an isometric hold or pin up a bar against something that's not going to move. Uh, put the isometric contraction in there and then, you know, it'll just strengthen the ligaments and the tendons in the knee yeah. um, through an isometric contraction. And then from there you can go on and, you know, do your dynamic movements after you strengthen the knee with your isometric movement first. Yeah. Interesting. Is that knee injury from boxing? Yeah. Or if, you, if you're watching now, um, have you had it checked out? It's definitely a knee issue or you think it's a knee issue. And do you know what caused it? We might be able to help you a little bit more with your question. Sherrick, what about you? What would you train if you had limitations in the knee? If it's the previous injury yeah. uh, that a person is recovering from, I would just take it slow. You know, I would focus on the basics, basic squat, ba basic lunges, basic things, but taking it easy first and with no weight at all. Like Steven said, using isometric holds first, yeah. and then moving into dynamic stuff. You know, controlling the both. If it's a you know dynamic exercise like squat, uh, you know, controlling both eccentric and concentric parts of your squat. Uh, going light at first, making sure the warm up is very good to make sure your warm your joints are ready, uh, and listening to your body. You, just, you know, got you gotta listen to your body. Most injuries happen happen when you. Uh, not warmed up enough and you just go right into it, you go hard and you're not listening to your body, you're just like, oh, all right, yeah, let's go, yeah, yeah. Let's, Pushing. let's fucking go. Right. Jumping in, not, not keeping in tune with your body, just throwing your body around. Yes. Yeah. We did have a question, right? So you guys can think about this. Um, how do boxers protect their knees? So one of our members hurt their knee while boxing. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're hurting your knee from boxing, right? Help me out with this. I'm thinking, if you're if you're trying to pivot but not move your toes and you're just moving your knee, that's like that's a bad that's a bad like knee ligament injury. Right. Or you know when we say like let's say you're orthodox and you're throwing a left hook, if you if you turn with your knee like lead lead your body weight shift with the knee like rather with the hip, then that knee is, is putting all that pressure. Yeah. So that would be like a little technique drill you could work on to learn how to really twist out of your toe and drive through the hip rather than just point the knee. Uh, what do you think on that? Have um, you ever heard of boxers with knee injuries? Or? Yeah, I've met tons of boxers with knee injuries. And then my first thing when, when I hear about a knee injury is, is I go to like I yeah. up what they've been doing. What else? Um, a, a lot of times, you know, you get these boxers and they do uh, road work, you know. So when they do that road work, I just think, you know, you have to really watch your, your pattern of what you're running. A lot of people when they're running with these big padded shoes, they like to land heel first. And then, so if you think about landing heel first, all the energy travels up to the knee and it can kind of, you know, get in, in, in there, like, that yeah. knee and then the hip absorbs all the impact of every step you're taking. 
And another thing as well, too, is, uh, you know, when people are in the ring and stuff, I know we all want to look good, but I think, you know, just sometimes trying to throw a punch too hard, you know, you throw a punch too hard and then you turn way too over and yeah, then you yeah. overextend, over rotate your knee maybe a little bit too much. So, you know, focus on technique a little bit more as opposed to, you know, so much power. So much power, And yeah. then looking, um, you know, how you're running, how you're impacting every time you take a step when you're doing your road work and stuff like that. I think, yeah. you know, those are two, two areas you should look at and then see if one of those is the issue. Should I give on that? Yeah. yeah. Um, so what I was going to say about that is I think oftentimes people get hurt uh, boxing because they're not, they're too tense. Yeah, they tighten yeah. up. They're not breathing right. They're not excel. Like how, how many times a day do you tell <laughs> members to excel when they punch, right? Yeah. A lot. It happens a lot. So make sure you breathe right. What Steven said, people tend to be on their heels. Some people tend to be on their heels. Um, uh, road work, road work might be uh, in, a, a cause for your knee injury. I uh, there's uh, it's obvious that there is no boxing without jump rope. I love jump rope. Uh, jump rope will get you used to being on the balls of your feet. It will get you used to being light on your toes, like we say. Move freely uh, without wasting any energy, without tensing up. So if you really wanna, if you're struggling with footwork. Uh, not only shadow boxing, you gotta you gotta move around, move your feet when you shadow box, yeah. but you gotta do a lot of jump roping. I think that will get you used to. You gotta feel on your on your toes, and and you know you gotta be able to move uh, in your boxing stance so efficiently, so so it doesn't you, you're not wasting any energy, you know. So it's it just becomes second nature to you. Definitely, jump rope will really teach how to be more on the toes, less yeah. on the heels. We got another interrupter. Who is this guy? Stop. <laughs> if you don't want to learn about boxing, come see him. Stop the boys. And girls. Boxing talk. And yeah, Tony. <laughs> boys and girls. Tony's so sexist. You guys have any questions for Tony? <laughs> any questions for Tony? Wow, we just lost all our followers all of a sudden. What's going on? Because Tony tuned in. <laughs> hey, Tony. Waves. Um, Steven has a good question. Do you prefer straight boxing with your clients or do you enjoy the strength and conditioning sides? I, it's whatever my client, it, de it depends on my client's goals. Yeah. Uh, for me, the way I work with my clients, it's always, we, we, we're chasing after our goals. So before I even start working with my clients or try to customize a program for them, I'm gonna ask them what their goal is. Yeah. And depending on their goal you know if, if my client comes into me and says I want to get stronger we might not even do boxing at all yeah yeah. Um, but if if my client says you know I want to learn boxing while getting stronger that's what we're gonna have to see how we're gonna approach our training whether we're gonna split the session in half do Walk boxing and strength training within the same session. Yeah. Or we're gonna do a couple sessions a week, with you know a few sessions being boxing and one strength training, or a few sessions strength training and one boxing. So it, it really depends on clients' goals for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the same. It's like if some people just want, you know, a general goal is always lose a bit of weight, get stronger, get leaner, feel fitter. Um. Then I'll always mix it up, you know. Use boxing as a modality for sure, because it's a good way to get a lot of cardio in yeah. without people realizing That's or not right. getting bored. Um, and then I'll go to a lot of traditional 
dumbbell barbell exercises for like getting like really developing through our strength so like that um here's a question from the muse the muse mystery tips for boxers who want to get stronger barbell or kettlebell both both yeah why not both if you have both tools why not use both of them <laughs> why not it's like it's like free weights versus machines if you choose one or another yeah. of course free weights but if you have an opportunity to use both I would use both yeah they both have their pros and cons right sure. absolutely yeah. it just depends as well too on like the training response you want you know what I mean like if you think about what training is training is just a stress response to the body so it just depends on kind of like what stress what stress response do you want you know you, if you're already strong enough, you know, maybe a little uh, kettlebell work would be more beneficial. Yeah. You know, but if you're, you know, kind of, you know, super flexible, super loose, maybe a little more barbell training would be more beneficial. So it's kind of, you know, give and take. What do you want? What, yeah. what are the training responses you're looking to, you know, to achieve? I think, uh, personally, sorry, Shark, I felt when I train with kettlebells, I love them that you, you get very strong because, you know, 10 pounds is 10 pounds, but you're moving in a different way than a dumbbell that, um, I don't know, it, it, it gets me way more cardiovascular like fatigued, which I like because I'm trying to get fitter and stronger at the same time. If you're just trying to develop strength in a certain muscle group, dumbbells probably a little bit better to to really kind of isolate the group of muscles. Isolate, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, a question someone did send in for Steven is, uh, how do you, what, what's your go-to resource for staying ahead of the game? Hashtag stay ready. Yeah, stay ready. Steven. Um, my, my go-to is, uh, I, I study a lot of the old uh, Russian science, actually. Um, it kind of got lost in translation for some reason. And as yeah. I said before, you know, I think, you know, in the U.S., we're, we're kind of, you know, influenced by bigger is always better. Um, and there's a lot of, like, old Russian science from the Eastern Bloc guys, Vershansky uh, and people like him, that, you know, demonstrated through science and through studies, you know, that sometimes, you know, plyometrics and dropping, you know, such the heavy load and more, you know, um, movements that, you know, you can actually speed through them, you know, can kind of be more beneficial than you know sitting under a bar and doing bench press all day you know so yeah. things like that I, you know I, I try to stay ahead of the game you know by looking at, at some of the um, old Russian stuff yeah seeing what worked when there yeah, was less exactly really, yeah. when there's a lot less yeah for sure so a question for Shark um, so I could be wrong correct Shark's had two heart attacks yes. Shark's had two heart attacks yep. um, he's been technically dead during one of them during one of them so he is a zombie. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's had two legit heart attacks, was, was technically dead for a while in one of them. Do you still worry about your heart now? Or like, what's your whole thought process with, with that? I don't. I don't worry. Um, I had a, my heart attacks happened in 2010. Uh, as soon as we figured out, you know, I, went, I saw uh, one of the best doctors in Ukraine and as soon as we figured out what was the cause, because I had a, uh, the cause of, for my heart attacks was a heart condition that I was born with, which is called uh, Wolf Parkinson White Syndrome. They also call it Wolf's Heart. Um, so as soon as they discovered that that was the cause for my heart attacks, uh, I had a surgery performed. Uh, and uh, basically, uh, in simple words, the 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 re the what, what caused the heart attack uh, was fixed. 
I apologize. I'm not a doctor. I can't explain in the pretty way. Uh, but what I do know is that I feel better than ever, healthier than ever. Yeah. I do not worry about getting another heart attack. I train hard. I live a very active lifestyle. Yeah. And so, yeah, don't worry. So, a question then we had that kind of stems from that is obviously the job we do is very physical. How do we all spend time, um, well, making time? For like self-care physically like with your body and how do you find like that balance to not spend six seven days in a week in the gym or by the time you have a day off just on the couch all day because you feel dead how do you balance living training working um and like taking care of your body as well yeah. steve yes. uh, just for, for me personally you know uh i i always take sundays off you know sundays is my day to kind of decompress you know and, and, and I'm in the gym, you know, six days a week, um, like you guys are as well, you know, so Sundays is my one day where I just kind of hang out, but even for me, though, you know, on my day off on Sundays, I still, you know, pick up a book, and for me, you know, reading is, is kind of my way to, you know, kind of relax, decompress, and I still feel like I'm doing something productive, you know, I don't have to just sit on the couch, you know, for a whole day and just, you know, let the, let the day pass by, um, I still pick up a book, I'll still put a podcast in, and for me, you know, I, I find that to be, you know, relaxing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything that switches your brain. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, yeah. but I just love training so much, you know, that I just doesn't... Yeah, you enjoy that reading, really, so you're yeah. like, that's your And then as far as physically, you know, um, I like, like, you know, compression compression boots, I'll do that, muscle stimulators, and, you know, just think, things of that nature to kind of, you know, help me just kind of decompress and just, you know, relax a little bit. Yeah. I kind of use, you know, more technology for that. Check it on your phone, see if you can see us. Yeah. Still there? Yeah. Can you see you right now? Uh, I'm seeing Steven. Is he talking? <laughs> That's a little bit behind. Yeah, it's a little bit behind. Okay, let me end it and read. Oh, they can still see us. Thanks, Jen. So we're looking at a black screen, so I hope it's not like that terrible camera where I look terrible. Um, Shark, how do you uh, self-care and balance? <laughs> looking at a black screen here. Guys, let us know you're still there. Just send us a little like wave. Uh, I, I'm same as, same as Steven. I take Sundays off. Uh, when I started, when I first started boxing, burn, uh, I was working seven days a week, and I and, and you know. As much as I love this job, yeah. even too much, too much of the best thing isn't good for you. Balance is right, so I, I, I Sunday's my day off, uh, but I don't just lay on the couch either. I, I like to spend time with my, my wife and my dogs, be active, you know, we mix it up. Some days we'll go to movies, some days, you know, some days we don't feel like going anywhere, we'll watch yeah. a movie on the couch, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Balance is a key. As far as taking care of my body, um, our our job is a lot of stress on our joints. So I do take uh, joint supplements. I take fish oil. I take glucosamine. Um, you know, uh, multivitamin. I don't really, you know, not nothing, nothing too crazy. Like multivitamin, fish oil, glucosamine, uh, vitamin A, vitamin E. Uh, like there's a complex of 
a whole bunch of vitamins that I take. Yeah. But nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, biggest vitamins and biggest doctors are sleep, rest. So sleep and rest. If, if yeah. something is bothering you, you yeah. gotta, you gotta catch up on some sleep. I think sleep knowing your limits rest. as well. Like some weeks I can take six days a week. I could do like seven, eight sessions a day, and it's nothing. And then some weeks. Like one session a day is killing me, so I'm like, okay, I'm feeling run down. I'm gonna either slow down this week or make sure I put some extra rest in there and eat some better foods. Yeah. Get that extra vitamin C. Like, just know when my body is like, hey, I'm about to just hit a wall. Right. So that you don't hit that wall. Right. Um, so I'll be like, sure, keep keep on, you know, keep on top, like fish oils and glutamine. I take a lot of like. A lot of that sort of supplements, not crazy. Sleep, knowing if I'm in pain, all right, I'm gonna have to get sleep, a massage. Like, take care of it. Like. You could, yeah, sleep is the most important. Sleep, I like to take warm, like hot bath, yeah. chill out a little bit. You know, uh, I don't take ice baths anymore. Uh, I, I used to take ice baths when I uh, was competing in swimming and boxing, but. Uh, Sometimes if I if like a specific joint bothers me, I'll do like a nice back for that joint, and that seems to help. So, so yeah, nothing, nothing, no, uh, no rocket science here. <laughs> there's no secrets we're not giving you. Um, there's been a lot of comments here uh, about shark and your heart attack. Just everyone's like inspired and um, saying you know glad you made it through and how much of a fighter you are. So, loads of nice comments here for you, shark. Um, Stephen, 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 Stephen. Since you talked about books, would you mind recommending us a book on fighting or boxing? Your favorite, maybe? Ooh, on fighting or boxing? I don't really read books on fighting or boxing. You know, that's I, I feel like that's what the gym is for. You know, learning yeah. boxing and fighting. Um, yeah. The kind of books that I read, though, is more for like performance. You know, sports performance books, things of that nature. There's a good one. Um, Sports performance practice, I think it's called something very simple, but you know, it kind of breaks down like the different muscle types, how you can improve speed, how you can improve power. Uh, so, not so much, you know, a specific books on boxing and, or fighting, you know, it's more so uh, books on uh, conditioning. Big Jack has uh, asked a question Is strength and conditioning crucial for boxing? 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You gotta be versatile. You gotta be versatile. You can't be just fast or just have the best technique you gotta you gotta be good at everything boxing is a you know you you can't be one-dimensional you gotta be you gotta be good at everything you gotta be good at footwork you gotta have good speed you gotta have good power good precision you gotta be smart that's the most important thing you know your fighters like you and obviously conditioning is a huge part of that you know you gotta you gotta be able to hang in there and uh, you know perform at the top level. The engine know, wins in the end, I exactly. feel like. And just, like you know, Joe Fraser said, uh, fatigue makes a coward of us all. Yeah, 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 So, you gotta be in shape, you gotta have that guest thing. And just to kind of go back off, you say, you know, like, it, it's the whole package, you know, like, I think, you know, training conditioning is crucial for any sport, you know what I mean? Like, if you just work in the gym, work on your technique, you're gonna be super technical, but yeah. then, you know, your, your speed and power is gonna lack. But then at the yeah. same time, if you're just working on speed, power, you know, things like that, your technique's gonna lack. So, you know, you gotta find that, that balance of how you're gonna work everything into one package. That's true. That's I can't right. even give it a specific example uh, regarding that. Uh, my freshman year, college, 
uh, our head swimming coach decided not to do any strength training. Mm -hmm. We only did swimming and yoga. Yoga was our strength training. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I noticed uh, with my performance, I was a breaststroker and my events were 50, 100 and 200 breaststroke. So because we didn't do much strength training, I, my, I was lacking explosiveness. But my, because we were doing more swimming and more yoga, my endurance got better. So my 200 was much better, uh, on the much better level than my 150, which more sprinter more, events. Yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, starting sophomore year, we, he decided to bring the weight room back into the routine. And we started doing the strength training on a regular basis three times a week. and my sprinting events got much, much better. And I ended up being All-American in my junior year. I was sixth in the nation in the 100 best show. Right. So, so yeah, it's, it, it's gotta be, like we, like we were just talking about, it, you gotta be versatile. Yeah. But again, it depends. If I, was to fo if I were to focus on just the 200, or if I was a long distance, event uh, swimmer yeah. I wouldn't pro I wouldn't probably do much of a strength work right. I would still do weight room but it would be different so, different approach yeah 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 it's kind of like that sprinter versus marathon owner right. two very different physiques and training styles very different energy demand really yeah um, a couple people have asked um, how do you get better at jump roping and is there a spe specific Jump rope routine you recommend? And for me to get better at jump rope, you jump rope. <laughs> yes. Um, I also like though if you're you know really really not good, you're not getting it. I I, I drop the jump rope and I'll just do you know on my toes side to yeah, side, yeah. forward and back. I'll draw a box, you know. Um, and then I like to keep mine reactive. You know when I'm when I'm with my clients, you know I'll have them jump rope and instead of just sitting there, let them jump rope for three minutes. You know, I'll say side to side now, so they'll go side to side, forward and back, you know, yeah, yeah. the hips, things like that, just to keep That's it reactive. Good. I would do that too, involved. like, get um, get in your boxing stance, in the ropes, you're shifting body weight while you're jumping. Yeah, that's that's better than just timer, let's yeah. go. I mean, the timer's great, just endurance or if you're warming up, but right. if you're trying to progress, definitely add in some uh, very, yeah, variations. What about you, Shark? Yeah, what Steven said, you, to get better jump rope, you gotta do jump rope. Like, if, if you buy a skateboard, yeah. to learn how to ride a skateboard, <laughs> you gotta ride, ride a skateboard, right? It's a matter of experience, it's a matter of getting your body used to it, your nervous system, um, because it's all about timing. Jump rope is all about timing and rhythm, and, and you, you just gotta get your reps in, you gotta get your body used to it. Yes, I'm excited for the uh, Woodley and Till fight. I got Darren Till in that one as well. What about you, Shark? Uh, for me, I could I could easily tell uh, see Till winning this one. I'm surprised he made 169. Did you know that? He actually works with our uh, nutrition team. So shout out to uh, Lockhart and Lee nutrition team. Oh yeah. So uh, I I don't like predictions. Made the best man win. <laughs> Guys, we got a couple minutes left, so um, I'm gonna go through your questions. If you have any questions, um, fire them in real quick. Does Jason still work there? Jason Zickerman, of course, does. He's now part of this wall here. <laughs> He's uh, He is still here. Uh, Shark, your dogs are still typing away here, which is, you're a million dollar man with dogs I can type. Um, any other questions, guys, let us know. 
I know someone did ask me, can we go over calorie deficit? Um, that itself is like, I would want at least 15, 20 minutes. So <laughs> let's do that the next day instead of giving a terrible rushed answer. Um, here's a question here. Connor or... <laughs> Who Connor, Khabib. Uh, Khabib That's a tough one, man. If it, I got I got Connor second round stoppage. Uh, Khabib misses a lot of takedowns, um, but if he gets on top of you, you're not getting up. But uh, I think Connor stopped a few takedowns in a, uh Like I said, I hate predictions, but I, I can see yeah. a TKO in the second from uh, coming from Connor. Oh, yeah? yeah. Wow. How about you, sure? Like I already said, I don't like predictions. That's my win. But. I could, yeah, for me it's either Connor by knockout or Habib by finish on the ground. Yeah. Here's a great question. Uh, what about books for the mind? I'm really into books for the mind lately. Like, if you can change your mindset, you could do anything you want. Like, yes. your body follows your, your mindset. My favorite book, the yeah. one, and uh, what I've been doing right now, uh, recently I started, so about three or four weeks ago, I started meditating. Uh, and I meditate um, there's a lot of different ways to meditate the way I do it as I listen this audiobook it's called The Power of Now yeah. by yeah, Eckhart yeah. Tolle um, so I put everything away and it's not that I'm listening to podcasts on my phone I'm, I put everything away everything's off and I sit there just close my eyes and I listen to it yeah. very very powerful stuff I would recommend to anybody if you can Read the power of now and try to understand what 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 the message in that in that book is. I have no doubt that it will help you in every single aspect of your life. How you see? Uh, for me, uh, the, the kind of mind books I like to read is more for like how people act and why we do the things we do. So there's a good one called uh, Thinking Fast and Thinking Slow. It's kind of a lengthy book, but you know just kind of you know breaks down like why people do the things they do and like you know more uh, psychology type books that's, yeah, that, that's yeah. more what I'm into as opposed to uh, you know like self-help books but there's a good one called um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck My I, I was gonna say that yeah, yeah. like I, I'm reading that right now The Are Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck yeah it's orange and it says the word fuck it's great um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah I'm, I'm I'm only like literally started it really it's I like that sort of mindset book. Yeah, I read I read that book in like two days. It's great. Um, okay, Steve, you read that questionnaire. I love stoicism. I really think stoic philosophy helps me prepare my mind and makes me stronger from the inside. Yeah, I oh, that was a question. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of that? Um, Stoke, I, I, I'm very, very briefly, I, yeah. you know, I, I brushed over Stoic philosophy. Um, yeah, that's the guy right there. Uh, Daniel yeah. Common, that's the guy from, uh, um, thinking fast and thinking slow. Um, yeah. But Stoic philosophy, I, you know, I don't want to talk about it. I, I brushed over it really, really briefly, but I, I couldn't really tell you know, what, what, what it was about. Yeah. I've actually started reading a lot of, um, Tony Jeffries gave me a lot of great ones, and my client, Mike, mm. um, about, um, kind of like entrepreneurship, but also just having passion in anything you do, like we were saying earlier. You don't have to own your own business to be passionate about what you do and believe in what you do. Whether you work for someone or yourself, be passionate about it. Um, work for the outcome, not for the income, is, is like nice. something I like to do. But this book, uh, Start With Why, yeah. you heard of that? Yeah. It makes you like find out why you're doing what you're doing. Right. 
then like the how and the what comes after. But really, like have your uh, like your your morals and your, your why you do like why you want to be a trainer. Have that ingrained. People will gravitate to your beliefs and your beliefs. Like, right. So I can tell like your training style, your training style, because that's your beliefs, right? Yeah. So I, if I want to, I, I want to train with you because of your beliefs, not because you're like, hey guys, train with me, $50. Hey, train with me, $50. Yeah. You're not just shouting out like what you want. You're just, you're just living your truth with it. Right. And then people will gravitate to that. Yeah, I agree. So the book, um, start with why. It, as a, as like you know, we're kind of we work here for Boxenburg. We're also like individual trainers in here, like individual little companies within the gym. So how to how to find your niche and and, and go from there? That's, that's great. Yeah, I actually just put that in my Amazon cart too. So yeah, coming to start with why? Yeah. Um. Any other questions? No other questions coming up. Um. Some people have ordered the books we've been talking about. Great. A lot of hellos. Um, right, well, we got no more questions, so uh, we'll finish up here. So, if you don't already, follow me and the guys on our Instagrams. You can ask them more questions if there's something that popped up here that you want more info on. Give them a follow, give them a message, um, and they'll, they'll answer any more questions you have. So, I am Kerry, K E O R I E underscore B N B. Uh, Steven? Uh, S-T-E-V-E-N underscore B&B. You guys have any more questions, guys, DM me. Uh, I'll get back to this. Slide into his DMs. Yeah. And I'm Shark underscore B&B. Thank you guys for listening, tuning in. Thank sure. you, Cass, for having us. <laughs> it was a pleasure, guys. It, guys. Guys, thanks for interacting with us and all your questions. Um, we'll get these guys on again and we'll, we'll get more questions uh, done. We'll definitely go over calorie deficit next time. And uh, like I said, follow these guys, follow me. Any questions, reach out to us individually. One more Peace. thing. Yeah. Stay ready. <laughs> Stay ready. All right, let's See end it. See you later, Shark. <laughs>